Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mail Right podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about real estate, digital marketing, and boy, oh boy, as my partner picked a hell of a show for you today, we are going to collectively give you some ideas on how to save thousands upon thousands of dollars in your CRM expenses. It's an amazing topic. It's probably going to be one of those ones with a lot of meat on the bone. That's what we specialize in. John and I are going to do our best for you on episode number 400, not to spend 400 minutes talking about CRM tangents. We'll try. No guarantees. Without any further ado, for those people that might be new to the show or new to you, John, or maybe old familiarity uh, but forgot your name, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to everybody who's listening today? Yeah, if they've been regular listeners, they've got old with us, haven't they? (laughs) (laughs) I feel old. I'm sure you feel old putting up with me every week. Uh, um, So, well, he's only been with me on half these episodes, actually. I think 50% you've been with me, haven't you? But you have turned up, I'll give you your due, apart from the the odd week, you have turned up, haven't you, Rob? You, you were the right choice. I sensed that. That I don't know what. Um, so um, I am the joint founder of Mail Hyphen Right. We uh, provide a CRM outreach through email and text messages to get more leads. We are very similar to Real Geeks or Sarah Interactive, but better, better. <laughs> uh, um, and I honestly feel that we are better. Uh, um, Back over to you, Robert. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to interpret what what, uh, John just said, because I oftentimes do. That's what we do to each other. We interpret what the other guy says so that those of you not following along might be able to follow along. And I'm going to tell you something that's going to make this show really great for everybody. John has built a couple of CRMs. All right. So keep that in mind as we're running down these commentary. He's built them, which puts you in a whole nother category. I have not built CRMs. Now, my name is Robert Newman. I'm the founder of my own tech company, which specializes in real estate SEO. I'm sorry to interrupt. Thank you for saying that. John needs to always interrupt my introductions. He really doesn't want you to know who I am. Okay? Just note that. This is like the fifth time he's done this in 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 200 episodes. But go ahead, John. Interrupt. Yeah, I just just want to reassure, I am the last person that you want to build a CRM. I was a reasonable developer, but mediocre. Um, but the person, the team that builds for Melwright are really very good developers and have been working for me for eight years. And they did a really nice job. I would say that, but I honestly mean it, Rob. So I just want to reassure the people I didn't actually, I supervised it, but I didn't actually. Oh, for crying build. out loud. I didn't, I haven't built a website ever in my life, but yeah. I have project managed like 500 real estate website projects. Yeah. At the level that we both are, you know a lot about it. It's not that you do it. I haven't done it. I haven't built a CRM. I haven't built a website, but I have managed the projects and provided input and looked at, geez, I wouldn't even know, hundreds of tools. Like I don't think that's an over-embellishment, hundreds in the real estate space. So without any further ado, oh, wait, he interrupted my intro. So I'm the founder of Inbound REM. It's a real estate SEO company that also does build some websites and and does some really cool stuff in this space. I'm also the advisor to Powered by Nile, um, and I'm working on a second uh, digital advisory, which means that I'm part owner of these companies. So if ever you hear me drop their names, then you'll know that I am I I have an ownership interest. So having said all the disclaimers, um, 
let's move into what we're going to talk about today. So one of the things that John has put up here, and I really love the series of questions that he he designs the questions, and I usually just follow along with the show. That's the way he and I work when we do the shows. Um, this series of questions, I think, is really well thought out. I think it comes from his deep amount of experience. So we're gonna we're gonna start with what do you want to get from a CRM? So John, you wrote the questions. I have a lot to say on the subject, but I really want to hear what what you were thinking when you wrote the question down for the purposes of talking about it on the show. Well, it, um, CRM has become such a broad used term that it fundamentally has got to the stage where it doesn't really mean much. Or does because if you say CRM in the real estate world to almost any agent broker, they know what you, they think they know what you're talking about. But the reality is, um, a CRM is, is such a broad term now that its real value has been diminished because it really depends what you really need from a CRM, and it's really case by case, because if you're a kind of looking for a CRM that tells you when somebody's going to have a birthday, when you're going to send them a personalised card and a gift, because this is a client that has spent millions, hundreds of thousands of dollars with you over a number of years, that ain't quite the same CRM that what Mailwright is aimed at. That is Mailwright is not the right solution for you if that is what you're looking for. It can do some of that, but that is not really its purpose. That's what I meant by that question. So, ladies and gentlemen, here's my interpretation of the question. Uh, John and I both get tons of questions every day. I have a lot. I may I may be having more conversations than John is, and in the real estate space at least. Yeah. And so. My questions are always like, oh, hey, I want leads. What CRM is going to work? And like, hey, newsflash, CRMs don't get you leads. They just don't. They, what they do is they can do email. They can do lead nurturing, text messaging, relationship development, which is what John just mentioned. So you should watch a couple of videos on what CRM categories there are. Like that's step number one for everybody listening to this show. Step number two is writing yourself down a list of priorities. Like my main priority is emailing. My next priority is text messaging. My next priority is relationship development. This simple exercise will probably help all of you save just just what I'm just that will save you time and money in the CRM space because guess what? Some CRMs do a, an excellent job at emailing, but don't even allow you to text message. Like it's not there. It's not a function that they do at all. Like Follow Up Boss, which is one that we've mentioned countless times on the show, allows you to send one text message in a in what's called a like an action plan. So you can automate one text message. But what you can do is you can manually send as many as you want. That may not be a piece of functionality that you want or need. You may want nothing but automated text messaging and lots of it. And if you did, despite how many times we've spoken glowingly about follow-up boss, it's not the system for you. You'll save yourself countless hours just understanding that when you when you like walk into a consultation. So this this question, as innocuous as it sounds, is incredibly important. What are you going to use your CRM for? 
Now, John put as number two, not doing any fundamental research, but I think that we're talking about fundamental research by in the first question. Well, they're kind of linked, but what I meant by that one, Rob, is people go on a forum or they go on a Facebook group and they say, what is the best CRM? And I understand why they do it, but they're wasting their time because you're going to get a load of people who honestly say, I use follow-up boss or I use um, Sarah Interactive or I use Real Geeks, right? I love it. It, it doesn't mean anything because their needs, their requirements might be totally different to yours. Um, agreed. Fundamental research, though, ladies and gentlemen, does not start externally. It starts internally. The very first questions, for those of you who are brokers who are listening to the show, I'm going to give you a tip that's going to save you hundreds of thousands or maybe even millions of dollars. So everybody listen up, grab your pens and pencils, stop your car, pull over to the side of the road. No, I'm not kidding. When you meet with your team, and you should be meeting with your team, most of the brokers I know make a decision themselves. Like I just had a broker come into me and say, oh, my brokerage offered me, he's a Remax brokerage. He's like, they offered me my first free tool toolkit ever. They gave me KV Core for free. So I'm switching everything over to KV Core. And I'm like, okay, so let me ask you a question. Have you met with your team? He's like, what? Have you met with your team? No. So, all right. Do you know what KV Core does? No. I've watched a couple of videos on it. Aha. Have you logged in? Well, for like five minutes. Okay. So how is your team going to use it? Well, I don't know. It's supposed to be good, isn't it, Robert? Whoa. So what he was telling me is he is going to make a knee-jerk decision for 50 people and then think that those 50 people are going to use the CRM in whatever way clever people on the internet are telling them to use it. Most likely Kyle Handy because he's the leader in, in providing advice on KV Core. Do you want all of your team members going to a guy who's going to tell them that the best brokerage in the world is EXP and that they should not be using <laughs> Remax? Do you? Okay. Like, I am not kidding when I say... Well, he's, I, he, he, he's not coming back on the show, is he? But everything uh, you said is true, though. Everything you've said uh, is true. I, I was staggered, like somebody hit me with a mallet in, in the center of my forehead. It's like, you don't know anything about this tool, so you're going to hand it to your people and count on them to do the research. Well, where are they going to go to do the research? And the answer is universally EXP agents. Do you have any idea how many agents this is going to cost you? This decision that you're just so casually making? Uh, no. <laughs> like, if you lost over time 25% of your team, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Because if they do learn enough about KV Core to make money, they're going to they're gonna look at the person that taught it to them and how much money they're making, and they're not going to use in you anymore, buddy. Wow, I hadn't thought of it like that. Well, really? Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, doing fundamental research in the area of CRMs for your real estate business, especially for those of you who are brokers, man, for a long time, real estate agents have been making knee-jerk decisions. This is not the era that you want to do that in. 
it can cost you agents. It will for sure cost you money. And at worst, the best result that you can get is you can simply use the CRM and not have it be effective. And everybody's going to go, well, it's not a great tool. That's the best result because the worst result is they go ahead and learn how to use it on their own from other people that are not you and then decide those other people are better brokers than you are because they're learning more from them and you lose a percentage of your team. And KV Core is a great example for that because that is the, the platform where EXP is using it to literally recruit a lot of their agents from existing brokerages and they don't need to be in your state. They don't need to be next door. They can hire agents from anywhere in the world. So you really need to do some research and decide what you want out of your CRM, who is going to be teaching your team. And last but not least, and it's going to lead into number three that John put on here, the best CRM in the world for you and your team is absolutely... Um, <laughs> the, one that, the one that you use. It's going to be the one that you use, man. Like, holy cow. John put that down in these notes, and he and I have talked about this, but I don't know what we would have to do. Like 50 Hail Marys on the show, John. Like, like, how do we get you to hear us? How do we get all of you, our audience, to hear us in this? If all you use a CRM for is emailing and and sit like looking up a name, you don't need all these tools that we're talking about. Like you just don't. I'm sorry. Use Outlook for crying out loud. If all you're going to do is look up a name and send an email or call a number, then stick with something that's free or inexpensive. Do you disagree, John? I know you make one of these and, and maybe... Oh, maybe yeah, I'm- I, I need to, but this isn't original. None of the good stuff's original for me, folks. I, got, I need this from Tom Ferry and he's right. It's on one of his videos and it's stuck. I saw it about four years ago and it's stuck in my memory banks because it's so true. Um, these Swiss Army knives and well, right. We've, I think I've kept it under control. We, I've not added more. I got to core and I, that's enough. I'm not going to add anything more to this this mixture because these all-embracing Swiss Army knife solutions that have 15 to 16 solutions, nine desk, sorry, are, um, are, um, nine desk. Um, um, the problem is they, they are Swiss Army knives so that they don't do anything particularly that good. And secondly, the more you add to software, the more complicated it will get. The more complicated it will get, the more chance there is that you won't use it. Correct. Zoho and Monday.com, two examples that are non-real estate specific, but some real estate agents use them. HubSpot, the platform that I use, which I have never in 15 years recommended any kind of sincerity for a salesperson. Salesforce, okay, expensive. And and I have real estate teams that occasionally come up and tell me that they're using it. And I'm like, oh yeah? How much did that cost you? Like, because there is no doubt, none, that one, you might need a Salesforce administrator on your staff. And number two, that you probably have to hire consultants to set it up correctly to get the best use out of it. I'm not saying that Salesforce isn't a great tool. It's a great tool. 
but you are not working on massive margins. Everybody thinks that 6% inside real estate is a lot of money. And if you're in California and you're selling billions upon billions of dollars of real estate, it is a lot of money. But if you're in North Carolina and you're the top team and you're probably selling $100 million a year as the top team, that means that your margin as a broker is maybe $1 million a year. So somebody telling you it's going to be $150,000 a year for Salesforce, what? No, no, <laughs> no. Okay. Bainey, so Bainey, gonna... Bainey's got enough money. He doesn't need any more from you. Right. So we're going to go to break, ladies and gentlemen. When we come back, John has got a lot of other really incredible questions here that, that have been listed off. But we're going to we're going to start giving you some things to think about before you make that switch. As you think about this, we're hoping that we're going to really open your eyes to what you really need to do to properly consider a CRM. Now, if you're a single agent and you're listening to the show, guys and gals that are brand new into your career, my advice is simple. Spend as little as possible, learn as much as possible, and ignore the noise. All right. So, without any further ado, we're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to continue to go down this deep dive rabbit hole. How do we save you thousands of dollars on your CRM choice? Stay tuned. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRight. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the MailRight podcast. We are... On episode number 400, my podcast partner and I, John, we deep dive into real estate technology and talk about real estate marketing on this show and try our best, leveraging our combined 30, 40 years experience as entrepreneurs and and people who specialized in the real estate space to try to help you how to save money and make better decisions about your real estate tech, okay? Especially in the marketing area. Um, So John... When, when one of the things that you put down here is, does the CRM provider offer initial one-to-one training and support? Now, you're a guy that offers a little bit of training and support. So talk to me about that for a second. What do you, what do, you do when you onboard somebody? What do you consider training and support to be? Well, in your opinion, I'm not asking you what the market thinks of it as. I'm asking you what John thinks of it as. Well, they get one-to-one Zoom with me or Adam, and we ask them, you know, what systems they've utilised. This is before they sign up. And then we make a judgment call about their web ability, their online ability. And it's reasonably, it's really dependent on what your background, any system you know, saying it's easy to use. It really, it's really dependent on the amount of your background, you know, right? But a person that's got fundamental IT can use Word, uh, uses web applications. I don't think they're going to have a, a lot of difficulty utilizing MailRight because we've we designed it that way, right? Um, and I think some of these other systems, which is around age, but also a bit like what I said before we went to break, the more you add to something, don't matter how good 
the UX design, the usability testing, blah, blah, blah. The more you add to something, the more complicated it's going to get. So it's going to need more. Now, some of these, they're normally broker-level CRMs, marketing platforms. Like They have like a 15-week course like one hour each week plus you got you actually have some of these systems you have to pay extra for the additional training um it's mind-boggling isn't it robert most of them most of them so kv Corey can get some free training but like i said it comes with people who want to pitch you into being their agents so it's not really free as a matter of fact it's one of the most expensive platforms that you can consider <laughs> at this point because of the way you don't, the around, you don't mess around with your statements, do you? No, like so. So when you're looking at that, like sync, incredibly expensive. Okay, they, because they actually make you pay for the training and classes. Oh, they have some free training, but it isn't part. It isn't synonymous with their offer. Boomtown does have in-house paid training that is complete and robust and is part of their platform price. But since they baked it into the price and don't hide the cost from you, it is no surprise that they are quite literally one of the, they charge you anywhere from $1,000 to $1,500 for what is effectively a CRM and client management system and a lead nurturing system. That's what they do. It's, it's the most extraordinarily expensive platform that's out there. But they bake in legitimately qualified one-to-one training support that holds your hand throughout the entire process. And they have one of the easier to use dashboards. It's why they so comfortably charge you so much is that they know that in their heads that they're doing the right mission. We're going to teach you how to use the tool. And once you know how to use it, you'll receive more value. The secret to Boomtown isn't that they've created better tech. It's not. It used to be. That's not it anymore. Now what they do is they onboard and train you in such a way that as long as you follow along, you get you make more money, not because they give you a better tool, but because you know how to use the tool. Yeah. And that's that's the secret right there. Buying initially in an overcome. Sorry, go yeah, ahead, my bad. Get, but, sorry, to but get back to what you get for mail, right? Um, is basically you get that initial, we judge your judgment. And then Adam, I do a bit of it, but Adam does quite a bit of it. Um we give you like three or four hours, you know, and we not like to space it out a bit because you need to play around with it. And but if if you can't grasp Mel right and how to use it, God help you. That's all I've got to say because we did. I did spend a fair bit of money and making it reasonably easy to utilize. Honestly, but there we go. All right. Well, Buying initially into an overcomplicated serum and think a serum will make leads out of magic. I'm lumping these subjects into one because I personally only have about 10 more minutes, maybe mm-hmm. 15 at the max to do the show today. So I'm, I'm going to cover two of the topics because we have another one to go. So I'm going to say this really quickly. Everybody, John already knows this. He's heard me say it ad nauseum. Here's what overcomplicated is. Sierra Interactive, Sync, uh, KV Core. Uh, Boomtown is not overcomplicated, but I say that because they are so diligent about the way they train you. You're forced into their onboarding system and really don't get proper access unless you walk through their training, which is exactly what every CRM company that's giving you a big tool should do. So, uh, follow up boss. It is easy to understand, but it is a complicated tool. It's not mm. overly complicated. 
because mm-hmm. of the way they educate you. But it is, to be fair, a tool that has 200 native integrations. You're never going to learn it all. You're not going to know until you ask the question. So if you want to say it's a big tool or a broad tool, it really is. Is it overly complicated? Somewhere in the middle. Okay. Lion desk, way overly complicated, way overly complicated. They've done nothing but build features that they can sell you the tool, the tool itself by the time you log in and start to look at it. Like, let's say they sold you on customizing your email. How many calls have I taken? Just people trying to say, how do I get into the editor and how does it work? Email editor. It's like, holy cow. I don't know. Top producer, dude, don't talk to me about top producer. Okay. I'm getting hot hot and bothered as you go through this list. Market leader. Don't even talk to me about it. It's ancient. Ancient. They've, they gave it a facelift and called it market leader 2.0 or some nonsense like that. It's just don't. Um, I can keep going on, but those are the those are a lot of the big ones. I've okay. got hot. I've got hot buffered rope. <laughs> so the other part of this subject is think your CRM will will make leads out of magic. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Unicorns, CRMs, unicorns, no. CRMs don't make leads. Ylopo, which is right now kind of like the leader in the lead in the quote unquote pure lead generation space. Um, they they don't they have a CRM. They use Follow Up Boss. They have five other tools that they use. In, and I'm not kidding. It is five, five tools that they use in order to try to create value inside the lead flow, which is all created before the lead enters your CRM. All of it. HomeBot, uh, structurally, which they call Raya. I can go on and on. They, they have all these different things, behavioral marketing hooks that they built into their IDX, all of that is actually stuff that they do before the lead ever gets in your CRM. So you think to yourself, oh, the lead is better. It's in the CRM. No, they nurtured the lead and gave them four or five important pieces of marketing messaging before the lead ever got um, put in your by system. By the way, by the way, how much do they charge on average per month? Uh, it's somewhere between $1,500 and $3,000 a month. Using all the things that I'm mentioning. And do you know how call, much MailRite charges? $150 a month. Well, there you go. Yeah. So it's it's there's a big price difference for all of this. Like every time you add on a layer, which they sell to you in layers, John, you add on cost. Their base cost might be $750 a month. Like it's not $3,000. But they add, you add all the layers that I'm mentioning and it becomes much bigger. Uh, so CRMs don't make make leads out of magic. Uh, like if, if you I have something you, else you want to say, you, uh, if only you had that wand and the unicorn, Robert. Right, and really, and this is my eternal frustration to everybody that's listening to the show. I am so like I am puke in the bowl. So tired of talking about AI and all the magic it's going to do inside lead generation and lead nurturing. I had another. I've spent so many hours on the phone with people. And here's what AI does. It can create a better, more synonymous following follow-up system. But the magic inside a lead is always going to be the connection that whatever the salesperson is that eventually gets on the phone with these people establishes. AI can do all sorts of great things. Sort your data, find higher priority leads based on how people are interacting with your technology platforms. There's a lot of great use cases for AI. But the same thing as what you just said here in your in your series of questions, it's not bloody magic. 
it's they can sort and process data faster instantaneously so that you don't have to. And because of that, AI and, and CRMs are all very important for you. But are they going to create anything out of magic? Hell no. No. They might give you a higher priority lead. But guess what, guys? Here's my bad, 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 bad news. Eventually, you or somebody else actually still has to reach out to your customer and sell them. I'm sorry. It's just the truth. Okay? It's horrible. You're going to have to actually talk to people. <laughs> right. <laughs> so irritating. You're going to have to actually talk to somebody, isn't it? Exactly. Um, so John made number seven, which is, which is a point here that I feel like we've talked about. And uh, Chris, uh, whose last name is so hard to pronounce, Chris Krasinski, I think it yeah. was, came on the show. And he was a, a real estate operations guy. And he shared with us this really powerful story, which I feel like John was channeling when he put down number seven, which is, can you export the data quickly into another CRM? I'm going to repeat this for the people in the back, okay? Can you export the data from an existing CRM into another CRM quickly? I hope everybody heard me on that. Because guess what? John, you want to you want to do the big reveal? Well, you know, because a lot of them won't let you do it. You've spoken anything, anything. I mean, <laughs> they won't. You won't be able to export anything. You've had more com- those conversations because you've been in this game longer than me. So, um, yeah, you've had endless. I've had a few. It's just you just want to get kind of. Blow your brains out. How can you? Right. So, can you, uh, system, can you sign up for a system which won't allow you to export any of Because it? real estate agents didn't think to ask the question when they signed up. Now, guess, guess what, ladies and gentlemen, because we've now done two or three things that would seem to infer strong recommendations for Boomtown. But guess what they don't do? <laughs> if you are re- like trying to leave them as a platform, they do not let you export your data. Guess what? You have to ask for permission and they do not necessarily give it to you. Like you're thinking, oh, they just say yes. Nope, they don't rubber stamp it. We had somebody on the show that they did not rubber stamp for and he had to spend a lot of hours figuring out a workaround how to get the data that he and his brokerage had literally spent hundreds of thousands of dollars accruing. And I'm not making this up. That's Those are real numbers, hundreds of thousands of dollars and you don't get access to that which you created with your own budget, okay? This is not a small point. It should be the very first thing that everybody who's listening to this podcast asks when they're examining a CRM. If you haven't used it, I don't care how great it is or if it works well for 300 other agents all in your office, you don't necessarily know it's gonna work that great for you. You just don't know until you use it. As a result, you need to to check the, the fire exits before you walk into the building. The main fire exit with the CRM is, hey, can I export the data that I put in here? Because think about this. You can't export your own data that you entered yourself. Think about that. You lost control of your data when you, when you use Boomtown. You import your own leads. Oh, they'll let you do that, by the way, without asking permission. I will be asking. We're getting close to it. You know, we can drop the last one if you want it, because I know you've got to be off, but... Is that, are they the only, are there any many others that are like them? There one? are others that it's not so easy to transfer data. Sync is one. Yeah. I'm not saying that you can't transfer it. 
I'm saying that it's not an intuitive process, which they will scream from the rooftops it is, but I've talked to many agents who've used the platform and they say it's not. I didn't get into all the deep reasons. I just took the commentary at face value. Um, the easiest to transfer into and out of, I feel, is probably Follow Boss. Follow Boss also communicates clearly and cleanly with hundreds of other platforms, yeah. including Sierra Interactive, what, Real Geeks. Yeah, what about Sierra Interactive and Real Geeks? What are they like? Uh, Sierra Interactive is better than most other companies, but not like I think they do 52A integrations natively, including some other CRM and other web technology companies. They're not trying to stick it to you. Yeah. But whether or not they have really like whether how cleanly they do it across the board, I don't know. But they'd probably be the most friendly person that actually provides you a real estate website. Uh, places like real estate webmasters, forget about it. Like they're like they they have never been customer centric. They have been let's create something really shiny that's really cool, and it usually is really shiny, mm -hmm. and it usually is really cool. But once they get you, man, they're they're usually like. Ah. You're getting your data out of them. You got a better chance talking to God. Yeah. So, and I, I I would have to verify what the policies are to be super super transparent, which I'd love to do. But once again, my comments are not based on my own thoughts. They're based on opinions of people that have talked to me over the years about these various platforms. So, have I looked at each and every single one? Oh. Most cases, yes. I just want to mention something quickly, folks, before Rob goes. If you've got any complaints about what's been said in this show, mostly by Rob, can you send the emails to Rob? Yeah. Uh, um, not to me, actually, folks. Send them to Robert because he said, he said, right, I just want to, our 400 show, if you've got anything that Rob said that you don't like, can you send the email to him, actually? I wish John was kidding. <laughs> I wish he was kidding. Um, yeah. um, all right. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that's it. We're going to wrap up. Uh, John, if, if somebody wanted to reach you, how would they go about doing that? I'll just go over to Mel hyphen right.com have a look what we got to offer um book a demo it's mostly the demos are done by me some of them by adam but mostly by me and we have a chat and we'll see if a good fit and we can help you always up for a chat i am back over to you rob and ladies and gentlemen if you'd like to learn anything about robert newman who i am what i am what i've done what my position is in the real estate industry as a whole Go to inboundrem.com. There's a video on my homepage that will that I filmed when I started the company uh, in 2017. And there's a video on my about page, which is very personal. I warn you all. But if you want to learn something about me, it's on my about page. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. So, so, so grateful for you to listen to the show today. My email address, no joke, is robert at inboundrem.com. Okay? You can email me if you have any complaints about anything I said on the show. Take it easy. We'll see you on the next time.